0: I'd like you to, I'd like to speak for a few minutes on nothing to fear, nothing to fear. And uh, I'm going to turn to a scripture in Deuteronomy, and this is talking about, uh, it's Moses addressing the Israelites, and uh, they have had quite a journey thus far, but he is preparing them to go into the promised land and going over some of the events of the past. And in this particular scripture, uh, I just want to read a few of the verses, but uh, he is hes actually addressing the adults. Now, he doesn't leave the children out or the young people. He addresses them. Well, he addresses the adults and he is telling them that they need to teach their children about the the miracles and the signs and wonders that that the adults have experienced. They have known what it was to be like in Egypt and how they had been brought out of Egypt. The miracles that God had done, all the plagues that came upon Egypt, the, the Passover, the night of the Passover, all the, uh, even coming up to the Red Sea with the Egyptians behind them and how God opened the Red Sea. Moses is telling them all of these things. And he said, I'm not really talking to the young people at this point, but he said, I'm talking to you because you are the ones that experienced this. And then as he goes on, he says, now you are to teach your children. So I just want to read a couple of verses here. It's actually in Deuteronomy chapter 11. The first two verses and then 7 to 12. Therefore, thou shall love the Lord thy God. And keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments always. And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children, which have not known and which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand and his stretched out arm and his miracles and his acts, which he did in the midst of Egypt, unto Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and unto all his land. Then I want to go down to verse 7. But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which he did. Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong and go in and possess the land whither you go to possess it. And that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give unto them and to their seed, a land which flows with milk and honey. For the land whither thou goest in to possess it is not as the land of Egypt from whence ye came out, where thou sowest thy seed and waterest it with thy foot. This This is speaking of irrigation. They had to irrigate in Egypt as a garden of herbs. But the land whither ye go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys and drinketh water of the rains of heaven, a land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. And I'm as I'm reading this, I'm thinking you know this is how god cares for us from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and we have just passed an end of a year and god has cared for us and here he says the lord the eyes of the lord thy god are always upon it from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year And then if we go down to verse 18, and I won't read all those verses right now, but it says, now, all these words that I have talked to you about, adults, this is what Moses is saying, the ones that have seen the miracles of God and the greatness of God. He said, I want you to tell your children, tell your families, whether you are sitting down or rising up or you're... Uh, on the on the road or on the path, wherever you are, he said, "I want you to to pass on the lessons that you have learned, that you have seen with your eyes, and you have experienced. Don't let it fall by the wayside. Those are experiences that are rich experiences. And sometimes, you know, as as parents or as adults, we we may keep those things to ourselves, And we don't tell others. We don't tell our children that, uh, you know, when this is what we were going through, and this is how God was faithful. He showed us his faithfulness through these times. And we need to do that. We need to do that. This was something that Moses very emphatically told the, pil- the people of Israel, you must pass this, this knowledge, this uh, wisdom, this opportunity of what God has done in your lives. You know, it would have been really hard, I think, to explain to your children, you know. We were up against it. At the Red Sea. We were up against it. And sometimes in life, as parents, we are up against it. It may not be the Red Sea, but it might as well be the Red Sea. <laughs> because there's times that we have to deal with tough things, hard things. And the, these parents would tell their children, But you know, God blew with his wind, and he opened the sea. You wouldn't believe it. He opened the sea, and he blew on the ground, and the ground was dry, and we crossed the sea on dry land. And the Egyptians came after us. But, you know, after we had crossed the sea, and they were in the midst of the sea, God brought the waters down upon the Egyptians. That would have been something extraordinary. Something, well, it would almost seem unbelievable, but it was uh, an experience of the, the power of God that they had felt in their lives, that they had seen with their eyes but the young ones hadn't seen all the things that the adults had. And so, so it is in our lives. Do you know, as, as mums and dads and, and parents, adults, there's experiences that we go through in life. And our children need to know that God is faithful in those times. And we teach them you know by the way that we ourselves trust god and by the way that we we live life before them and this was so important to moses how the lord cared for them time and time again how he brought water out of a rock it just seems like uh, the miracles were were so uh, they're so abundant but god was bringing his people to a promised land. And whatever it took, he was doing it. And God is bringing us forward. And whatever it takes, he's about it. We just finished re- uh, singing that song. He's always at work. Even when I see him, he's working even when I don't see him, when I don't feel him, he's working. So know that God is at work in in our lives, in the lives of our children. And as, as parents, grandparents, pray for your kids, pray for your grandchildren, that God will just make himself known to them, that they will be able to, to have that same vision that same uh, understanding of God that you have, that he is faithful, that he will bring us through. He will bring us through. Because at this point, the Israelites were standing at the edge of a new opportunity. And if you want to liken it to a new year for us, there is a new year before us. And there's, there's opportunities in this new year. There's uh, hills to climb, valleys to cross, mountains to look out from. There's all kinds of things that we will experience in this new year. And the Israelites were standing on the edge of a new opportunity. But Moses is reminding them even as, as we can remind one another of all the good things, the great things that God has done this year, in the past, maybe not even just this past year, but in the past years, God has done great things. He has done great things. And the providence of God is from the first day of the year, to the last day of the year. Praise the Lord. And his heart is to bless the people. God's heart is to bless you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to walk in obedience to him. And he wants to bless you. And Moses was giving them an exhortation to serve the Lord God, not to turn from him, but to serve the Lord. So as 2021 has come to a close, there are many that are very fearful about 2022. But I want to tell you today, we do not need to fear. We do not need to fear. Fear is not of God. He said, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind or a disciplined mind. So I have another scripture as we, as we think about this groundwork, so as to speak of what I've just said. I want us to turn over to Lamentations chapter 3, Lamentations 3, verses 23 to 25. Pardon me, it's verse 22 as well. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. God is very merciful to us. You know, mercy is not getting what we deserve. And we we sometimes deserve a good spanking. (laughs) We sometimes deserve, well... God is merciful. He blesses us with his grace. So, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. You know, God loves us. God loves you. And... Sometimes we, like I say, we don't get the things we deserve. He is merciful to us. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Thank you, Lord, for his mercies that are new and his compassion that is new every morning. When you see the sun get up in the morning, you know, it is because of his compassion and his love for us that that sun gets up every morning. And bless the Lord, it's starting to move further north again. <laughs> As we sit in our house, in our kitchen, and at uh, mealtime, you can, well, breakfast time, when the sun is getting up and you see where it's getting up now, It's it's, there's where it is, where it's getting up now. But oh my, over in, uh, in the month of June, it's way over here, you know, and every, every day or two, we're looking and seeing how much further it's getting back to having more daylight. They are new every morning. And then this wonderful phrase, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Now, it's Jeremiah, the prophet, that has written Lamentations. And Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet because he he knew that the people were not following God's ways and he could see the hand of God's judgment coming down upon them because they were not serving God and his heart was broken because he knew he was, his message was to call the people back to God but they wouldn't listen And Jeremiah knew about God's faithfulness. God had promised that punishment would follow disobedience, and it did. But here in these verses, God also promised future restoration and blessing, and Jeremiah knew that God would keep that promise as well. Trusting in God's faithfulness day by day makes us confident of his great promises for the future. And today he calls us as his people. Love me, serve me, follow the ways of the Lord, and I'll bless you. You know, I want to bless you. God's heart is to bless you. Did you know that? God's heart is to bless you. It does not give him pleasure to discipline his children. That's not God's heart. He will because he loves us. And if we get going astray, he wants to bring us back. But that's not his heart. His heart is to bless us and for us to walk in obedience to him. And God is in control of the events in our world. God knows it all. I'm glad. I'm glad that we need not fear because God is in control. Every trial that we face, every hardship, every crisis, nothing is taking him by surprise. No pandemic, no threat to world peace, will upset his plans for this fragile strife-ridden planet but God's timetable is right on schedule and I am thankful for it and he holds he holds the reins of sovereign rule firmly in his mighty hands i remember a day Some of you would. A day when horses were driven, teams were driven, and wagons were pulled, and all this kind of thing. Uh, you don't see that too often now, but there's probably a few of you that may know that. But uh, when I was in the wagon or on the hay rack or whatever was happening where my dad was driving horses. Dad held the reins, and I was quite at peace with that. I felt that Dad's got everything under control, and so it is with the Lord. He's holding the reins. Isn't that an amazing uh, analogy, to see God holding the reins of our world, to to uh, to know that he is in control of our world. How comforting is this when we get when we see the the heavens or the, the sun, the moon and, and our galaxies moving, we are reminded of his faithfulness. There's a verse in Psalms nineteen and verse one. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Also, and it mentions this in verse 25, I believe. This is also a year to draw near to the Lord as never before. This is not the time to become lackadaisical about your faith, about prayer, about your connection, your relationship with the Lord. But in verse 25, it says, The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. This is a year that I encourage each one of us to draw close to the Lord, to seek him, to call upon him, to walk in obedience to him. I'm reminded in Deuteronomy 7, 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, The faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. It's very important to God, and he sees when our heart is towards him. When we desire him, when we seek him, when we follow him, when we love him, and in fact, We need to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. This is not the time to draw back, but it's a time to press in, to press on, to draw closer to the Lord Jesus than ever before. We we may say, well, you know, we know that, Jesus is coming, but my goodness, he hasn't. Look how long he's waited. But I'll tell you, uh, God has blessed us, but his kindness to us is meant to lead us to repentance. There's a verse found in Romans chapter 2, and it says, uh, Do you despise the riches of his goodness, and forbearance, and long suffering? You despise God's patience with us, not knowing that it's the goodness of God that leadeth thee to repentance. And when I said it's God's heart to love you, to bless you, and it's His goodness, His His mercy, if you will, in our lives that leads us to repentance for us. To see and to know that, you know, I'm, I'm just a... God could just make me a grease spot, but he doesn't. He sees me as, as made in his image, and he calls me to come and follow him. Come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is what his heart is, to draw us onto himself. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Please remember that. It's because God loves you that He has given you an opportunity to repent and to turn to Him. He blesses us, He is faithful to us, He's been patient with us. Oh, my goodness. How many times has he been with it, patient with us when we have blown it, when we have missed the mark, when we have fallen? But God is patient with us. Thank you, Jesus. Second Peter three nine um, it says The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And I just I looked that up in another translation, and it says, he isn't being slow about his promised return, even though it sometimes seems that way. But he is waiting. He is not willing that any should perish, and he's giving more time for sinners to repent. How good... God is. And we can claim his promises. You know, for this year, have you thought about looking in the scriptures, picking up a particular verse and saying, this is one I'm going to stand on. This, I'm going to claim this, this promise for this year. Maybe stick it up on your mirror or something, but memorize it and continue to utilize God's word There's a couple that I'd just like to pass by that they have been especially valuable to me. One is Isaiah 41.10. And the other is Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. I just want to read these to you, that they are very... I have found them to be very powerful In my life, very encouraging, very comforting. Isaiah 41.10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Then also just in the chapter before that. And some of this we were singing this morning. It, uh, uh, starting in verse 28 down to the end, it says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So... There's a couple of verses, but there are hundreds. No shortage of verses to pick from. And read his word. Learn his word. Apply it to your hearts. And it will keep you. It will shore you up when you're going through a hard time. And don't forget, when you've gone through that hard time, share that as a testimony, whether it's to your children or to someone, because they may find great strength to help in their time of need. There's another verse, and I'm going to have us all stand, actually, and we're going to read it together. I asked uh, Del if he would put it on the overhead. So uh, this is Psalms 91, and I have found this to be such... An encouraging verse as well. Okay. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Can we read this together? I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Okay, only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. I better find that. Um, I don't want to leave any part out. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So that's a a wonderful psalm. And like i say there's so many scriptures promises that we can utilize to stand upon to keep us settled when everything around about us is shaken and you know we don't know what end is up or down but god is faithful just remember that god is faithful and he will keep us so i'd just like to close in prayer I don't think that there's any particular new announcements. I know that Friday night the youth are doing something, but I think it was on the overhead announcements. And next week there will be some, the regular activities programs will be starting. So bless you this week, this year, and seek him. Come close to him because he loves you. Heavenly Father, we just come to you at this time. And we thank you so much for your faithfulness and the love of this, of the past and now for the future. We look to you as our source, as the strength of our life. We look to you. And Father, I pray for each one that hears my voice and that hears these these words that have uh, been upon my heart that uh, you will direct their steps this year, that you will keep them, help them to trust in you, help them to be comforted knowing that you are in control and that you are faithful. I just pray your blessing upon each one today. We thank you for all the blessings that we have received and for your salvation. And if there is someone that hears this message and does not know you, that they would understand that it's because you love them that you are giving them an opportunity to call upon you, to draw near to you. Bless each one, we pray. Make your face shine upon them. Be gracious unto them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a wonderful day and the rest of this year.